0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. After fighting for the Forgotten Pygmies in the Congo for five years, MMA fighter Justin Wren and his wife Emily explained his return to the sport and the passion and purpose behind his fight.
1: I, you know, I had fought against people, and then, uh, you know, five years, five months, and 15 days ago so whenever I submitted and surrendered to the ultimate fighter, Jesus Christ, and I felt like he shifted me from fighting against people to fighting for people.
0: Coming up on Life Today.
2: You are really, really kind and gracious. Thank you. Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson, Betty and I, thrilled to have, can you believe it, we got one of these ultimate fighters. (laughs) And uh, this guy is probably one of the most incredible individuals I've ever met. He is a missionary to the pygmies in the Congo. And you got to hear how they love him. This is a fantastic book, Fight for the Forgotten. Now listen to the subheading how a mixed martial artist, a fighter, stopped fighting for himself and started fighting for others. And I'm going to tell you something. He not only fights for their life by being in the midst of their misery and pain as an incredible healing bomb of love and care and compassion, but I'm telling you, he is literally fighting for their life and their soul and giving them the love of God in such a way that they see him as part of their family. And then God gave him the most beautiful girl. How in the world this fighter could get this girl? If you do not believe in the grace and glory and greatness and power of Almighty God, you just look at Justin Wren and his beautiful wife, Emily, and welcome them to life today. Here they are right here. Give me a close up of both of them. And come zero in on this little girl sitting here by him with this beautiful smile. And you know what, I told you, Emily, that everyone I know that met you on my staff and knows Betty so well said, this girl's like Betty. And I really consider that one of the sweetest compliments. How in the world did you ever take to this guy? Tell me the story, I want to know. How in the world did you go to this fight? By the way, he was kind of cute, you know what I mean? I know, I mean, he I mean
3: pretty good, I, I how,
2: think, how did seen. it
1: happen?
3: Well, other than him being adorable, I
2: just...
1: (laughs) (laughs) its the first time she called me, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's
3: great, yeah. Um, I just, you know, I fell in love with his heart. You know, he has, like you said, the most tender, one of the most tender hearts you've ever met, and Mm. I saw that right away.
2: You actually joined him on the mission field. Are you gonna continue when he goes back? He says he's gonna, you know, do the fight, utilize that money right, Mm -hmm. try to add to it if people will help him, which we hope you will. But uh, are you going to be going? Is that going to be part of your mission call too?
3: I will. I would like to go at least once once a year with him. He's planning on going at least twice or two or three times a year. So I like to
2: go. Well, part of it. But you're not going like to like be a full-time missionary necessarily. <laughs> yes. You would be a wife that's praying for the full-time missionaries <laughs> yes. and for him mm-hmm. as he helps them. Correct?
3: Absolutely. <laughs> are you
2: good with that?
1: I am. I am. We we. We're praying about a lot of different stuff. Uh, I took a five-year layoff from professional fighting and sports, and we thought maybe we're gonna spend nine months a year there and three months back here. Um, so we're, we're still praying it through and just wanting to listen to God and what he wants, we want. And so, yeah, but I'm completely okay with that because um, she's, she's been incredible. Even going there, we, we stay exactly like they stay. And that's one of the things that really connects us to their hearts. We live in the twig and leaf huts. I mean, the, the twigs are the size of my thumb and the leaves are banana leaves. And if it rains, it rains right on us. We sleep on the dirt. It's turned into mud. And we've woken up in the mud before. And so, uh, and that was actually Emily's first ever camping trip. <laughs> Came was like actually that. in the Congo. <laughs> yeah. You, t- Did you, you tell on, about
2: all this on. camping experiences. Uh, right. Uh, and so
1: she came for. She handled well, months. really? I mean, yeah. I mean, there was tough stuff that, that happened uh, from the roaches that maybe crawled over her neck. and. Uh,
2: <laughs> You're inspired. I think a lot of people going you, here. I think what we're doing is we're inspiring a lot of people to keep people like you on the mission here. We're going to help
1: you. But here, I think I you know think what's great is I mean my name, uh, the family name that was given to me was Efeosa Mabutimangbo. <laughs> that is their name they gave you. Yes, and FAosa was the name my my literal family there gave me, and that means the man who loves us. Wow, um, that's the one that's so near and dear to my heart. And then Mabuti Mangbo is now, uh, the, the Mabuti Pygmies are normally pretty small dudes. They're about four foot seven on, on average for the men. Um, and so they just call me, uh, Mabuti Mangbo means the big pygmy. And so I'm the, <laughs> the, the big pygmy. You're the big pygmy. But, yeah, and so that's, that's my fight How tall are you, by the way? I'm six foot three to yeah. 65. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm a lot, lot different. Uh, but what's been so great is, is that we've become family with them and known them. And so Emily has done great in the mission field, but there has been struggles too. Um, and I, I just think there's a beautiful story where God came through and, and answered her prayer. Only three days later, uh, we were struggling kind of in the forest. We both had gotten sick, uh, had gotten waterborne um, illness. Oh, you drank uh, some
2: of the water they were drinking and got sick. Yeah,
1: and, and we, we still tried to purify it and just something uh, went wrong. And Emily was struggling and kind of praying. You, you can kind of... Go ahead with that.
3: Um, you know, it was really, you know, he's more of a rugged guy and going out in the jungle. <laughs> I, I gotta
2: say, it, you don't look just real rugged. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you look really sweet. That's what you like. Uh, All right, tell us what you were gonna say. So
3: it's um, kind of easy to picture him like in the mud and everything, mm-hmm. whereas I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really like outdoorsy. I appreciate the outdoors, yeah. you know.
2: I, <laughs> I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> right, yes,
3: look at it. Um, but I, I didn't really know if I like belonged or how I belonged with the people because I fell in love with the people but I just didn't know how I belonged in the the environment or or like, God, am I chosen for this? Like, could I just be anyone with Justin? And would I just be going along for the ride if it was just anyone? Um, and it was really amazing. Just one of the last nights we were there, um, the elders got together and-
1: we- And they're three of the sweetest guys yeah. ever, uh, the chief in the tribe, and, and then Bajanji, one of her favorite guys, and Kaptula, one of my personal friends who has since uh, passed. Um, but uh, they're the three that gave her her name, and I had no clue. She had no clue, and um, your name. So, yeah. so the
3: name they gave me was um, Lusume Kumuteli, and Lusume means chosen, mm-hmm. and Kumuteli means belongs here. Oh, wow. So, oh,
1: and for, for us, it was, I mean, for you, it was Thank kind of an answer, yeah. yeah. Awesome. In a time of doubt, he yep. came in to <laughs> remove that doubt. Isn't that great? Yeah. All right, what do you have
2: as a vision? Because I want all of your really listen first just tell us the website where they could go and i hope perhaps even see some images of what's yeah, going on absolutely. the book this this is if you have any heart for understanding a missionary's heart and something that only god can do and i mean the love and tenderness that's in justin's heart is just it's remarkable he is literally fighting for the helpless and when he when he fights i mean it this is it is a sport it is a martial arts sport It's tough. And he came back, you came back in your fight, you hadn't fought in, in years. And who, who was the first fight guy against him? I mean, tell us how big this guy was. Yeah, he was like a Mack truck. <laughs> <laughs> would,
1: would say that? He was the whitest guy I've ever fought. The only guy I could never get my grip around. He was big. that barrel chested, <laughs> yeah. uh, just muscles upon my, his, his head actually sat on top of his shoulders, I think, or the muscles, little uh, the muscles eye. there. And, uh, <laughs> but it was tough. It was five years and two months that I had taken off because I thought it was just, I, you know, I had fought against people. And then, uh, you know, five years five months and 15 days ago was whenever I submitted and surrendered to the ultimate fighter, Jesus Christ, and I felt like he shifted me from fighting against people to fighting for people. Um, And then I felt like he was able to show me that I don't have to do just one or the other, that if I allowed him to use my past, which was being a depressed, drunk, drug addict as a fighter. where
2: were you in all that trouble? What what was happening... I don't even know if people could see what happened to your arm or not. You got a long sleeve shirt on. Yeah. But this this literally led you to to drug addiction yeah. that was is in your mind. Uh, justifiable, but you were you were in a bad place. Yeah.
1: Uh, so let me see. Yeah, this, you know. this scar here was from uh, breaking it, dislocating it, and tearing my ulmary collateral ligament. Um, and it was against a uh, world champion in wrestling and uh, Olympic bronze medalist. And the doctors for for months because I was waiting to get surgery, uh, had just given me narcotics, and so I got hooked, and I got hooked quick, and then that led to uh, becoming an alcoholic and using cocaine and marijuana all the time, and um, it was a six-year uh, addiction, and a battle with that and a 10-year battle with depression because growing up I had gotten bullied and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get into fighting to not get bullied Mm -hmm. Um, and so I battled with depression and suicide for 10 full years addiction for 6 and um, I would just say in, in the most literal and, and not just figuratively, but but literally, God came in and with His love and His grace, and through what Jesus did, he, God God loved the hell out of me, and uh, literally, and, uh, literally, and, and loved you out of hell, right? And so now, be, getting to go back into fighting, um, you know. Just a couple weeks ago, I fought and this won. This big guy. Yeah. Big, yep. big guy, yeah. <laughs> and luckily, I ended up uh, winning the fight. <laughs> and I had done a lot of training to get back to that point. But, um, you know, on, on national television, Spike TV, that, that's where all my fights will be from now on. And um, I was able to share my testimony. Which and, is great. Yeah, and that's an right audience who dinner. not heard and needed yeah. to hear. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole world needs to hear. The whole world needs to know what Jesus does. Yeah. And then also we get to tell people about what's going on in Congo and kind of the mission and vision there is uh, when I first got there, the Pygmies had no land of their own. Uh, they're the first people of Congo, but a lot a lot, and kind of we can relate it to what happened to the Native Americans here. They were the first people that had a lot of their land stolen and pushed off of it. Pygmies are, are, are dealing with the same thing in Congo. So one of our goals was, um, you know, on one of my first trips, there was a little boy named Andy Bo. And that's what gripped my heart for clean water, because um, Andy Bo had passed away either seconds before I picked him up, or as I picked him up, and you know the blood came out of his ears and onto my hands, and it just it 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 forever gripped my heart. It wrecked me. I cried and cried, and uh, and you know I, mm. I I dug the grave and had blisters on my hands from that, and uh, and it was just from from dirty water, something that that we can just go to a faucet or even use. Uh, the restroom and you know, and, and and they just didn't have access to it at all. Um, and so I knew to be able to give them clean water first uh, and before we could give them a farming project or show them how to farm land, they needed land of their own. And so Emily and I had come back and we had fundraised uh, uh, for 300 acres of land um, and two water wells. That's beautiful. Yeah, and, and, but God and we've helped it. you with that. Yeah, absolutely. Our Thank viewers. you so much <laughs> for... For partnering with us, because through that, God's multiplied it, and th- we've legally purchased in the name of the Pygmies, my Pygmy family, Isn't that great? two thousand four hundred and seventy acres of land. Praise million. God! Isn't
2: that beautiful? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God bless them. Your yeah. website—will your website, will your website yeah. tell a little of the story yeah. and how people want to go There's... straight to your website right. and say, you know, we want to help in a certain way? They may ask. Is there any way people can go and help? But you right. be able to answer those questions, yeah, correct? All the, What's all the those website are answered
1: there? It's it's fightfortheforgotten.com. Same name as the ministry, same name as the book. fightfortheforgotten.com or .org. Uh, they both go to the same place. And uh, we've got videos there, a short documentary clip cuz now it's going to turn into a a full documentary. My first promise to the chief wasn't that we could give them land or give them water or give them food, because I didn't want to promise something I couldn't, you know, back up. Uh, but, but he pulled me to the side and said, faosa or FA. Um, you know, people don't know about our suffering here. We don't have a voice. Can you help us have one? Isn't that great? And so I said yes, and um, that's what the book's doing is giving them a voice. Um, that's what the documentary, it'll, it'll be at Sundance Film Festival next year, mm-hmm. um, and it's gonna be a full feature-length film. The short film is, is on the website, but the feature-length will come out and it's actually gonna be not just from my point of view, but it'll be them sitting there speaking and Isn't showing how, yeah. how, how water's changing their lives. Um, so we wanted to do two water wells but now god's changed it to where now we employ 18 locals in the congo um that that, that it's their you missionaries purpose. that's yeah, what they are absolutely yeah. missionaries in their own country but they get to be the hands and feet of christ and we get to say hey um just because you're living in poverty doesn't mean there's not a way out of it instead of maybe just the one-time charity we can create an opportunity out of poverty and so we put the tools in their hands and the knowledge in their heads and we send them out and I, Emily and I were there for the first 12 water wells and sat back and watched them on the 13th because I actually had my hands-on teaching them training them um, but now as of two days ago uh, they've actually doubled the number that we were there for and they've done 26 water wells in is the that promise. great See, that, makes, yeah.
2: that is what. Yeah. That is what love inspires. And, you know, I, I, my heart cry is, is for us to really help the poor. And I've said this over and over, and I repeat it. I say this to the national government. I say it to the, to the Congress. I say it to every candidate, to every hopeful representative or leader. Listen to this. You do not help people by making them dependent upon somebody else taking care of them. You give them the capacity through compassion and love and oversight, the ability to do those things which are essential and necessary. You don't stifle them, make them depend upon Pharaoh, or any other source of power, you'll end up in Babylonian and Egyptian captivity. Don't do that. You've got to understand this. Now, there's some, there's some wisdom in spoken to this nation today that's, that's loving everybody right now that feels like we're overlooked. It is love and compassion and giving the people the wherewithal and ability to make their way out. You're doing it and I'm praying that people will help you who are watching right now, we're gonna do our best. We've been helping you to continue helping you. you. I wonder if you can see what I see in this couple. I see the glory and the beauty and the love and the strength and the compassion of Christ in your countenance. Their countenance testifies of him. Would you agree with that when you look at (laughs) them?
1: Just just so you know, if it's okay, uh, uh, through the support that you guys have given us, um, there's stories like Mama Mariamo, who's one of our favorite women in the Congo, and Mm -hmm. she was, um, she had lost five of her seven children due to waterborne disease. Mm-hmm. She lost her husband. She had lost her eyesight because of river blindness. Mm-hmm. And and we were able to come in there and and Emily was there for that was her first water well celebration to experience. Mm-hmm. And those celebrations are so I've been to the Super Bowl and the World <laughs> Series and the NBA Finals and I've fought in front of 6.8 million people and and nothing compares to the celebrations or the depth of the joy that comes out of their mouths and, and Mama Mama village, she was getting two liters of dirty water for her and her two children. Mm-hmm. And then Emily was there and able able to help me walk her down to the to the well. And, um, and it was just such a great celebration because it's literally only twenty to twenty five footsteps out her front door of her hut is clean water. Mm-hmm. And even though mm-hmm. she's blind, she can pump it for herself and have it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's because of support of the viewers and you that, that this is all possible.
2: Well, let's just say thanks be to God and thank this couple right now with a expression of love for your, your willingness. And uh, there again, there is the uh, website. And uh, I really hope you will get the book in the bookstores or online and give it to others who perhaps have a heart to express the heart and love of God. I will say this to you right now, we are asking viewers to do what he just expressed thanks for viewers doing. WE'RE ASKING YOU IN 15 NATIONS, IDENTIFIED BY LOVING PEOPLE JUST LIKE THIS, BY MISSIONARIES WHO HAVE PLANTED THEIR LIVES IN THE PAIN AND THE HEARTACHE AND THE LACK ALL OVER THE WORLD, AND THEY'RE EXPRESSING THE LOVE OF GOD IN DIRECT, HANDS-ON ACTS OF COMPASSION. AND ONE OF THE THINGS THESE MISSIONARIES ASK US FOR IS, CAN YOU HELP US DRILL A WELL IN VARIOUS VILLAGES IN THESE 15 COUNTRIES? So in trusting God and turning to you, the people of God, who love God and love your neighbor, we're asking you to help us drill those 500 wells. You help us. You'd like to have this book uh, along with other gifts just to bless you. We'll say thank you. But I want you to look with us. And I know that uh, Justin, you and and Emily are going to appreciate what you see. You you all know our journey in losing a daughter, uh, how how difficult that was and, and is for for parents. But you've also heard us say what a great uh, impact she's made with kingdom imprints and influence with her life. She sowed, Robin sowed seeds of life and the most beautiful place to see the effect of her life witness is in her family, her husband and her three children. Her oldest son we watched graduate from Baylor uh, and he went almost immediately to the mission field. Mm -hmm. I want you to listen to this just college graduate and the son, our grandson, the son of this beautiful daughter. I want you to listen to him talking to us about legitimate needs that we can realistically and effectively meet. Please watch prayerfully.
0: Water, Earth's most abundant natural resource. Yet, out of this abundance, only a tiny fraction of it is suitable for drinking. And suitable is a loose definition.
1: Okay, so we're at the water source here in Chiyala. it's a village in Angola, very remote. This is their primary source of water. Um, It really comes from one area. It's very open to the livestock and they could, um, you can imagine the defecation that can take place, just the contaminants to be sharing drinking water with um, farm animals, as you can imagine, could be quite dangerous to the population of the village. What you're seeing here is not a problem isolated to Angola or even the continent of Africa alone. This is a problem that mothers face all
0: over the world. While the problem here is serious, the solution is surprisingly simple, and it's already been implemented in this Central American village. Well, this is a time when I don't mind watching them stand here and pour water over their head because I know it's good water. That's
2: right. Yeah. This is a place for which we give great, great praise to God and gratitude. But we need to drill hundreds of wells like this all over the world. And you can see, if you can't look at these children, look at their faces, look how happy they are, and understand the importance of clean water. It becomes the center of life, schools spring up. We want children to get an education and we want them to come and get healthy, clean drinking water. You know, Betty, as we watched that water running out, and then we looked down in that little pan and saw that crystal clear water, and compared to all of the places that you and I have knelt and looked at, and I've watched you kneeling by filthy water and talking to the camera to people back at home, saying, this is their water source. Can we please give them a fresh well? And we have given thousands because of you. Betty and I signed on, not just to go and to support, with our presence, but also with our resources. And we ask God in a very direct way, would you let us drill a well every time the missionaries show us there's a need every year? And I mean, God in a beautiful way answered that prayer. And there are many of you joined in that. You've asked the Lord every year, let us drill a well. And We've had some businesses, some corporations, some churches who said, we'll drill a well. Uh, we want to we join in that, in that effort and that commitment. And, Betty, I believe that our viewers are going to do that, whether they give the 4800 for a well or they give a part of that or they give what most people give, the $48 that gives 10 people water for life. There's I no, believe you're going to help.
0: There's no doubt in my mind that you will and in my heart because when we're able to show you the results, this is the fun part, to see them jumping up and down in the water, to see them pouring the water over their precious faces. And best of all is the smiles that you see on their faces because, you see, this water is more than just a little puddle for them to jump around in. It means life to them. The difference in the disease water and the clean water, to go purify their little bodies and keep them from getting all the disease that they have to drink and get from the dirty water. So please continue to join with us. We'd love to show you these kind of results, but to be able to do that, we have to keep reaching out, James, and, and drilling the water wells.
2: And you really are the ones who do it. Betty and I will do our part sharing the heart of God. We're asking you to do that. If you could drill a well, please do so. I believe you will. If you could drill a part of one, PRAY OTHERS JOIN YOU SO THAT WE HAVE THE WELL. BUT MANY OF YOU WILL GIVE THE GIFT THAT MANY OTHERS GIVE, $144, GIVE 30 PEOPLE WATER THE REST OF THEIR LIFE, OR $48, AND uh, GIVE 10 PEOPLE WATER THE REST OF THEIR LIFE. WE HAVE SOME GIFTS TO SEND YOU, TO INSPIRE YOU, TO BE A BLESSING TO YOU AND AN ENCOURAGEMENT, AND ALSO TO BECOME A CONVERSATION PIECE. THE BRONZES THAT WE GIVE BECOME CONVERSATION PIECES. WHERE DID THAT COME FROM? AND YOU'RE ABLE TO TELL THEM, WELL, WE'RE SHARING WATER. We're sharing a life. We're sharing the love of God. And you tell them what you do. Many others will join you just on that testimony. Would you go to lifetoday.org right now? Many people want to give online, and that's just like instant. We've got the resource. Or you can dial the number. Either way, go to lifetoday.org, dial the number, take your bank card, and use it like a check. And right now, please, Father, help them to, to be anxious to do it and to make the best gift they can in Jesus' name. Would you right now? Take that bike card, use it like a check. Thank you for giving life. Thank you so much.
0: Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 15 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people, $48 will help provide for 10 people, $72 will impact 15 people, and $144 will help provide for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we would like to send you James Robison's book. God of all creation. Through his personal observations of animals and wildlife, James shares heartwarming stories and spiritual lessons of God's love and grace. With your gift of $100 or more, be sure to request Majesty. This beautifully illustrated book teaches you the blessing and significance of the names of God, including Jehovah Rapha, your healer, and Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful new Majesty Bronze Sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
2: You know, honey, I appreciate the way you shared, and I, I really do believe that our viewers are, are going to do exactly what they were encouraged to do. Would you please today give a cup of water in Jesus' name, water for life, to demonstrate the power of the water of life. And so they'll come to know him, that water. We have the beautiful gifts to send you if you'd like to have Justin Wren's book, Fight for the Forgotten. Tremendous story. A living testimony of the living God right now, expressing himself through, I believe, a very yielded vessel, a very yielded couple. So if you'd like to have it, you just help us give water and we'll be so glad to do it. Remember to go to Justin's website, check out what they're doing, and be involved any way God leads you to. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to Justin and Emily? You're a blessing to us, a beautiful couple. God bless you and God bless you. Thank you so much, thanks for watching. Thanks for sharing life today. Check out the stream, Stream stream.org every day. Thank y'all, thank you.
3: I'm SO THANKFUL FOR EVERY DAY I HAVE
2: TO BE ABLE TO CLAIM HIS GOSPEL.
0: NEXT WEEK, MEET THE VOLUNTEER PASTOR OF A HUMBLE CHURCH THAT IS CHANGING THE WORLD. LIFE TODAY IS MADE POSSIBLE BY THE SUPPORTERS OF LIFE OUTREACH INTERNATIONAL. YOUR GIFT WILL BE USED EXCLUSIVELY FOR THE EXEMPT PURPOSES OF LIFE. THE MINISTRY FEATURES SPECIFIC OUTREACHES AS EXAMPLES OF THE PROGRAMS IT SUPPORTS AND conducts. GIFTS ARE CONSIDERED TO BE WITHOUT RESTRICTION AS TO USE UNLESS EXPLICITLY STIPULATED BY THE DONOR. THE MINISTRY IS A MEMBER OF THE ECFA.